um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, do our do our study on Proverbs. Um, and here's the thing about about the book of Proverbs. And so, um, uh, uh, any, if anyone has never done a Bible study with us before, uh, I just want to spend a little bit of time explaining, and not a lot of time, but That's but fine. just a quick statement, just explaining how we do our Bible studies because our Bible studies are a little different from what, from what others do. Um, there have been times where we do topical, but for um, I don't know the last, I guess, I guess, well for most of this year, I guess um, we do verse by verse Bible study. And so we open up the books and we go uh, whichever book we're studying and we go verse by verse um, and we pull lessons out of those verses. And it's amazing to me how powerful the Bible, the Bible studies are when we're literally reading the Bible, <laughs> when we're reading the verses. And oftentimes, you know, as we're reading, I'll stop, I'll pause, I'll explain a couple of things or, 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 you know, something will pop out. And that's what we do. So this um, we're starting this new series in September. We're doing Proverbs. And so, you know, as we read it, in Bible study, we're going to go verse by verse, but of course, read it on your own time uh, as well and kind of go through it. And and so here we go. So so Proverbs, um, just a little bit about the book before we jump in. I doubt that we'll get, I'll doubt that, we, that we'll even start chapter one. It's possible that we will, um, but, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. There's just so much kind of in here uh, uh, to start. Uh, number one, the so the author of the book of Proverbs uh, most pe- people who have been in church for a while or studied the Bible knows this, you know, it's Solomon. Um, now, here's the thing about it. Proverbs, a, a little bit different from other books in the fact that that a lot of the chapters um, isn't give, isn't telling a story. Like when we read the Old Testament, you, tell, you, you get a lot of history of Israel and stuff like that and the history of creation. Um, in, in the New Testament, you get the story of Jesus. Um, you get teachings of Paul and other people's teaching. And it, and it kind of flows in one kind of mode or train of thought. Proverbs isn't like that. Proverbs is literally like just like a collection of wise sayings. Like if like it's, it, you know, it is, it's not read as a book with like like some sort of constant train of thought or some kind of tra- constant flow and you'll see it that in one instance there's 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 wisdom about this situation for two verses and then it switches to something else and it's not meant to 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 read as a connecting thought in that way it's literally just meant to be read as phrases of wisdom um given to Solomon now here's the thing about it too the, the most of it is Solomon but the last two chapters are from two other individuals now there's debate among scholars, and if you're ever at at work and you want to impress people with your Bible knowledge, you can you can say that you know that, that there is some debate as to whether those last two chapters, I think it's thirty and thirty one, or maybe twenty nine and thirty, but I think it's thirty and thirty one, that whether they were written by Solomon or not. But there's some belief because because in the Bible it says by two, by they use two different uh, two uh, different names than Solomon, but um, uh, uh, there are also some thought that, that these were somewhat poetic pen names by Solomon. So it's possible that it's him, but just under two different names. Although I don't know why he would do that, but it's, again, nobody's going to heaven and nobody's getting left out of heaven if, because you think one thing or the other, it's just that, you know, again, when we study the books, we kind of go a little, a, a little, uh, um, a little deep like that. Here's another thing that's unique about the book of Proverbs too. And I think it, it, it speaks to the state of man and, and it almost speaks to the state of where we are now. Like it's a very popular book. I mean, very often people will read, you know, a, a chapter a day in the book of Proverbs and they use it as devotion. They use Proverbs as devotion. And I think it's because of the wisdom that's in the book. Um, now, again, wisdom. And we talked about this, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Wisdom is 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 the application of knowledge. You can know what to do. And, and and I'm telling you, we 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 live in a society that shows us two things. Number one, we know the thing to do, and we know what is right, and we know what should happen. But for some reason, it seems like the knowledge of what to do and the knowledge of what is good 
doesn't connect all the time with what we actually do or with us actually applying that wisdom or us applying what it is we're supposed to do. And so, so, and so, so many, have you, have you ever been able to, cause I can do this with myself. Have you ever been able to counsel yourself out of a situation where you're in something and, and, and you're trying to figure out your, your way out or you're trying to figure out how in the world did I get in this situation or what's the best way out? And you, and you literally, if, it, if you were talking to someone else, you could give them the exact advice or the right thing to do. But for some reason, I don't follow the advice that I would get. I see you shaking your head, Crystal, that, 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 that as I would, I would counsel Denise or Tanya and Charles on this, this, do it this way, do it that way, do it. But then when it comes to me applying or walking in or operating in the knowledge of what to do in a situation, sometimes it just doesn't click and I just, or I just don't do it. And we, and so we know, and, and so, and, and, and this happens a lot of times, even when we call people and ask for advice, I'll call, I'll call uh, uh, Keisha and I'll say, or, or Charmaine and say, Hey, I got a situation. What should I do? If, if, if when people call you to, to, to tell you that, do a little experiment. Although I don't think people should be using experiment, but just see, say, well, what are you, well, well, what are you thinking? What do you think you should do? A lot of times they will they will tell you the exact thing that they should do. And they, well, why are you asking me? It's because a lot of times we want validation for what it is we think we should do, or if we don't want to do the right thing. I don't want to do it, but if I can get Charmaine to to to, to kind of uh, uh, you know co-sign on me doing the wrong thing or the thing that I actually want to do, then I don't feel bad about doing it because she told me that it would be okay for me to, for me to do it. And so we look for the, for, for co-signer. But people are after wisdom. I mean, Proverbs is even a book. Watch this. That 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 itself is used by people who aren't even believers. Pe- people who aren't believers, who aren't Christians, will, will will literally use some of Solomon's sayings and use the Book of Proverbs for wisdom because that's what I think people are for. And there's something about wisdom. There's something about wise instruction. There's something about uh, uh, knowing what to do uh, that that I see you see here that resonates with people. Um, and 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 I think people are are are, are after it. And just pro- Proverbs, by the way. Um, by definition, okay. literally just means short sayings of wisdom, like like general truth or piece of advice. They're short and general in use. And so that's so. So, you know, even when you hear, you know, there's an old African proverb that's it or an old you know Chinese proverb that says it's just a short saying of wisdom. Usually it's general truth that can be applied to any situation. But again, wisdom is only wisdom when it's applied. Now, here's a great thing about this too. And, 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 and this is where I really want to hone in on before we even start with, um, uh, 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 with, with, with uh, uh, Proverbs. And again, we probably won't even get to chapter one. Um, we're probably, uh, uh, we might be on this, on this part for, for a second. Um, let's talk a little bit about Solomon and the wisdom of Solomon and, uh, to be able to even put together uh, this, this, this book of Proverbs, this collection of short, wise saying sayings so so i i want us to go um real quick um first kings uh believe it's 5 verse 5 if i have that wrong i will i will send it um maybe a second kings i'll i'll uh, send it in the chat box later um if i'm wrong on it um but 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 i'm going to read this so uh so gibeon uh uh so at gibeon the lord appeared to solomon so this is solomon watch this during the night in a dream okay so here's god appearing to Solomon at night as he's dreaming. Don't think that the Lord can't speak to you in your dreams or that God can't speak to you while you're sleeping or God can't speak to you at any moment. God can use your dreams to speak. To you. As a matter of fact, I think I think Sierra was talking to me last week about she had this dream and she woke up wondering what it was about. And it was God telling her something or another. Um, and so God can speak because here he is talking, speaking to Solomon in his dream. Now watch this. And God said to Solomon, Ask for whatever you want me to give you, okay? 
ask for whatever you want me to give you. How Listen, if we were asleep and, and God came to us in a dream, how awesome would that dream be for God to say, ask me whatever it is for what you want me to give you. Now watch what Solomon says. Watch this. Solomon answered. Watch this. You have, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father, David, because Solomon was David's son. He says, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father, David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. Remember, we talked about how David had issues, but God still said he was a man of his own heart, right? And so it wasn't as if he was like physically perfect or like he lived his life in a perfect way because we know from watching, from, from reading, from reading the book of, of, of from reading the life of, of, of David and we see in First and Second Samuel and stuff like that, that David was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it was the inside. And don't forget, that 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 that's literally the reason why God chose David. Remember when he was picking when when he was choosing um going to pick the second king after Saul, and the prophet went to went to Jesse's house, David's father. He said, "Bring all your sons." He didn't even bring David in because he's like, "There's no way they're going to choose him to be king. It's got to be one of the other boys, right?" And then it, and and then when he chose David, remember the Lord said, "For it's not the outward appearance; it's the inward appearance." Because not David outwardly, it wasn't even about his appearance; it was how he was living. He was a mess. He was a mess, but it was the inner thing that God had chose, okay? And so and so anyway, back to Solomon. So this is what Solomon says. He says, you have shown great, he says this to God, you have shown great uh, kindness to your servant, uh, uh, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and gave him a son to sit on his throne to this very day. Verse seven, he says, now, Lord, you have made me, watch this. This is what I love about it. Watch this. He says, now, Lord, you have made me your servant, king in place of my father, David. So now here, here, here is here is Solomon exp- explaining this whole situation to God as if God doesn't know it, but he's setting the stage, right, for what he's about to ask. So he says, you have made your servant king in, in place of my father, David, uh, but I am only a little child and I don't know how to carry out my duties. There's certain things that Solomon is showing us when it comes to, 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 to why he acts, what he acts. And I think we can learn some things from this. Now watch this. He says, your, uh, your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, two numbers to count or to number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong for who is able to govern this great people of yours. So now what he's saying is, is that you were kind to my, to my father, David, and, and, and now I'm the king in place of him. And and I'm way too young to do this, and I don't know what to do. So if you so you said, what do I want? What I'm asking for is is for a discerning heart to govern your people, so I can tell what is right or wrong. Because who in the world can govern all these people? So verse ten, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So so watch this. So he says, what do you want? He asked for wisdom to discern right and wrong and to govern the people. And then it says that God was was glad that that's what Solomon asked for. Man, th- this is what we're talking about when we say, Lord, please let, 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 the, let, 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 the, let the, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let the things that I ask for, the things that I pray for, the th- the, when I'm at home and I'm worshiping, when I'm at home and I'm singing, when, I, when I'm reading the things that, please let the things that I say and that I ask for be acceptable in your sight. I, I'm not going to get into things that people pray for. I'm not going to get into things that, you know, but but there's a but I will I will never be a pastor that's going to ask for the church to donate money so I can get a jet. Like I don't know if that's going to be pleasing to like what do you want? I want a jet so I can, you know, fly and do ministry all over the world. I don't have to do that. But but the but the point is the Lord was glad and he says that he was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, watch this, since you have asked for this and not for long life or for wealth for yourself. 
Come on. Listen, see, if they would have asked me, I would have asked for the t- kind of car that Tracy just got because Tracy just got a nice car. And so I was like, Lord, would have come to me in a dream. Rick, my son, what is it that thou that thou appealeth to me for? And I said, Lord, you saw the kind of car that Tracy has. I want one just like that. But it'd be cool if you like, like 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 this chrome silver. But anyway, but 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 no, Solomon didn't ask for the kind of car that Tracy has. Solomon asked for wisdom. And so he says, since you asked for this. So since you asked to know between right. Now, don't forget. Was, don't go. Don't forget the, the the whole thing in the beginning with Adam and Eve, and he says, you know, not to eat from the tree. The tree of what? Knowledge of good and evil. Solomon asked for this. Okay, so we can. Do, then maybe next week I'll I'll, I'll kind of do a branching kind of thing where we look at these two situations and see see the difference out, out there. But it pleased him, and so it wasn't like he was trying to hide right or wrong or good or evil. No, no, he gave him the wisdom to know it, and so he says, since you asked for this and not for long life or for wealth for yourself, nor have asked for um, for the death of your enemies. Here we go. So he says what? He says, you didn't ask for a long life. You didn't ask for wealth for yourself. So you weren't selfish about it. He says, you didn't ask for the death of your enemies. You weren't asking for vengeance and for me to strike people down. And the same person did this to you. No, 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 no. You weren't even asking for any of that. He says, uh, 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 but for discernment and administering justice. Watch what God says in verse 12. He says, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will, watch this, never, that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will, I will do, watch this, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime, you will have no equal among kings. So, so now don't forget, remember, we talked about this last week in Bible study, or maybe I need to, I need to, I need to post it, I think. But remember, when he went to David, and, and, and when David had uh, 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 stuff with Bathsheba and, and then had her husband killed and stuff or whatever, that, that when, the, when, when the prophet came to check David and he said, the Lord said that, that, you know, I gave you everything. And if, and, and if you needed more, I would have gave you more, but you took more. And so now he is saying that you asked for this. I'm going to give you this, but I'm going to give you even things that you didn't ask for. I'm going to give you the wealth you didn't ask for. I'm going to give you the honor you didn't ask for because the thing that you did ask for pleased me. I see you, Sierra. I see you, Crystal. And so, and so, but I want us to look at this, right? Because, because watch it. So now the thing that Solomon, watch this, is known for, the wisdom and the riches of Solomon, the thing that he is known for from this time until today, like from, if you look at the timeline, you start from the time that God gave it to him right here in the, in the Bible. And then you go all the way until today. He is known for this wisdom with something that he didn't have before he asked God for it. So the thing, watch this, the thing that he is known for, the thing that we read, we read a chapter of Proverbs every day. That's how we feel like we're close to God. And so we read our Bibles and read one chapter of Proverbs. We get all this wisdom and Solomon known for his wisdom, known for. He wasn't always this way. There was a time where he lacked it so much so that he was concerned about it, that nothing else mattered to him. I don't need the wealth. I don't need my enemies destroyed. I don't need anything else. What I do need is your wisdom. He watched this. There was a point in time in his life where he was so unwise. Wait, I see you, parent. Where he didn't know anything, where he didn't have all of this stuff that it concerned him so much that everything else, listen, that everything else meant nothing. Help me govern and discern between right and wrong. Give me wisdom. And 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 you can't help but to think to ourselves. Do we are we in those positions where the where the only thing that matters to us is understanding God's law and trying to live right and to where we are willing to put because remember that's the whole almost one of the whole principles behind radical to where we're ready to push aside everything else and prioritize 
that relationship with God, prioritizing living right before God, prioritizing um, um, uh, 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 sure, being in right standing with him and being, a, and, and being a person of impact and making sure that we are, are not stumbling others by the way that, uh, that we live. But what is that one request? And his one request was help me to discern between right and wrong. And God was so pleased by that that he said, I don't even going to make you, the, the, I'm going to give you that ability. I'm going to make you the wisest person that ever lived. And I'm still going to give you all the wealth and all the honor that you didn't ask for. And all of this came because he asked him for it. Watch this. And it was something that he didn't have because it is easy for us to look at Solomon and think that he was born wise. He wasn't born wise. It's easy for us to think, to look at Solomon and say, well, he was already, he already had all this wisdom. No, he didn't. We read right here in the story where he got it. Now, here's the good news for us. It's because if if there's something in our hearts or something in those lives where we think that we are lacking, we have a God that can give it to us. Don't forget that the Bible says he's given us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness, meaning Karen has everything she needs pertaining to life and godliness. Crystal has every, Tanya has, Charmaine has everything that they need pertaining to life and godliness. Some of it, parent, some of it, Keisha, is the fact that we have it and we don't realize we have it. Listen, Manny, Manny has food in the refrigerator because we bought it and he has access to our stuff. Let me make it clear. Manny owns very little in this house. He owns nothing. Okay. But he has access to parents who has it. And so, and so you, you think you lack something where you have a God who can, listen, I want to go to James. Uh, let's go to James chapter one, verse five. Watch this. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, watch this. If any of you lack wisdom, what it says, you should ask God who, what, who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. And the same way I see you see here, I, I see you Tracy that the same way that God gave this to Solomon God can give it to you. If you're having problem at problems at work and you're having problems with your supervisor and you're managing people and you don't know what to do with these people or you're at home and things or whatever, money situation, God can give you the wisdom of how to deal with this situation if we ask for it the way Solomon asked for it. Now watch this and continue to walk what? Rightly in it. I see, I'm glad when things can be on work. He says, absolutely, I just had this conversation. That's right, that's right. Appreciate what you have first. Listen, that God can what? God can give, he can give. And so Solomon didn't always have this wisdom. But the one thing that, but the thing that we know for, know about him now and the thing that we that we honor him for and the thing that, that he is honored for is his wisdom. It was something he didn't have already. And, 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 and I don't know why I feel like, I, you know, right before um, um, uh, a Bible study, I feel like God really wanted, uh, like the one, before we even start the book, what he wanted everyone to understand here is the fact is, is the fact that that there are things that he might be moving you into. There are new things happening. I'm looking at listen, I can we can we can spend all night. I'm looking at Charmaine, who started a new job with a new school. I'm looking at Tanya, who's doing a whole new on two different fronts. She's got two different new ventures that she's got going on. Sierra was just even approached about a possible new position at her job. Like there's so much new stuff going on. And I and even even down even down to, uh, to Karen. Karen was talking to me months ago that that just this year she tried something new. She tried pickleball, like, and that's nothing. But there's but 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 it's new and it's different. And even joined the pickleball league at the rec center. Like what? Like but 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 expanding our minds. Watch this. 
past what you know, expanding your minds past what you've been doing, expanding your minds past your, your current circle, expanding your mind past your current job description, expanding your mind beyond, watch this, your own personal definition of yourself. Can I expand my mind to think that I'm more than what I even think I am? Can I expand my mind to think that I can do more than what I think that I can do? Can I expand my mind to break through the barriers that my family set on me? Can I expand my mind to break through the barriers that my past has set on me? Can I expand my mind beyond the barriers that my own mistakes and failures have set on me that I can break through those things, the things that I know I can't do? Because here's the thing we got to understand about Solomon. And he said it early when we read this in chapter six. What does Solomon say? What does uh, Solomon say in, in, in verse seven? Solomon says, but I'm only a little child. He knew his limitations and don't know how to carry out my duties. But watch this. He didn't back down from the duties. He didn't say, I'm only a child and I, and I don't know how to carry it out. So please give the kingship to something else. No, 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 no. He says, I'm only a child and I don't know how to do it. Can you give me what I need to do this? Whoa, watch this. So I'm only a child. I don't know how God took this, took him from I'm only a child and I don't know how to do it to being the wisest person who ever walked on the face of the earth. But God can't do something with you, Charles. Get out of here with that. But God, but God can't do it through you, parent. Okay. Y'all want me to believe that? I can't. I can't. But here's the problem. It don't matter what I believe. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. I'm telling you, one of what Sierra will tell you this. One of the most frustrating things with me and dealing with people, it isn't about people who do it wrong. It's people who won't believe that they can. Like that frustrates me to no end. It's like, yes, you can. You can. Well, just ask. Just try. Do it. Why not? Go for it. What you waiting for? Crystal will tell you. Crystal, because I love Crystal. Because Crystal will. Crystal thinks in her mind a a ton of different great things to do. But Crystal's going to read. She's going to study. She's going to take class. She's going to pray. She's going to fast. She's going to read things. And I and, and Crystal, you, you should see some of the conversations we have. I'm like, stop taking class and just do it but 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 because because with me it you know it, it it's getting people to believe that you can because but but i understand it because we live we live in such a time where everything tells you that you can't and i'm telling you man if we could if before we eat, read and this is why i feel like this is why we're here if if before we read one chapter and verse in proverbs because we ain't gonna even start reading the book till next week we ain't gonna do it i'm, I'm done i already i closed my book we're not doing anything in proverbs till next week but if we if we can before we read this book change our mindsets to i can before i read one thing solomon says i want i want to remind myself that he that the same one who wrote all these little tidbits of wisdom that we read every day to try to get wisdom into us was the same one who said, I'm only a child and I don't know how to do this. Yes. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. God, I'm scared. God, we talked about this Sunday. I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. Remember? Because Kalisha posted this on Facebook. She was at church, church Sunday. She's Listen, we talked, and I'll post Sunday sermon tonight. I don't know what's next but I know now is over. I don't know what's next, but I know now is finished. I don't know what's next for me, or I don't even know how to do what's next for me, but I know I got to move forward. I know I got to keep, I know I can't stay here. Uh, and so before we read one verse, I want us to get into that mindset that yes, in my prayers, that same thing Solomon said, 
listen, you've been, you've been, you've been great to my father, David, and now you've been great to me by putting me in this place, but I'm too young. He, he understands his limitations. I'm too young and I don't know how to do these duties, but I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to make that your prayer. Put it, put it on, you know, we have these impacts uh, uh, statements, put it on an index card and tape it on onto your, 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 your bathroom mirror or on, on the dashboard of your car. Unless you got a nice car like Tracy, don't tape anything to that dashboard, find somewhere else to put it. No, no, but, but I'm just messing with you, Tracy, but let's know and put it down. I'm afraid, but I'm not going to back down. I don't know what to do. God bless me with wisdom. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm going to try. I don't know if it will work, but I'm going to do it. I, 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 don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what the next step is, but I have to step out. I, but I got to move. I have to. And it's believing that you can see, look, 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 Perrin and Nisi will have, and Keisha won't have a problem believing that Karen can do it. But it's believing that they can do it. That makes the difference. Solomon was not wise before he asked God for wisdom. And you may not be brave until you ask God for courage. And then among your circle, imagine, imagine being the, the, you know yourself, I was afraid. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. That was the song. Um, no. And so you, we were afraid, afraid, fearful, acknowledged it, said, God, you know, I'm afraid. Give me the courage to be bold and to do this. And then imagine in your circle being known as the most courageous person someone's ever met, knowing that you started out, God, I was afraid. God, I'm afraid. Please give me the courage. Do we even have, watch this. Uh-oh, here we go. Do we even, I, and, and hope, so I, don't, I rarely do this. Next week, somebody better unmute and give me a story about this. Do we even have enough faith to ask? for what we what we don't what we don't have or what we or what we see is lacking. And it's not, it's not even about material stuff. It's about that the the, the inner thing that I that I know I'm lacking. Well the inner thing where I feel I feel sure. Do I have enough courage to ask God for uh for courage or for wisdom for this situation, for discernment. Do it for watch this for endurance to go through whatever or for uh, 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 to, to, to stop procrastinating and, and get going on this thing or that thing. Do, can, so before we even get it, tap into Solomon's wisdom, can I tap into Solomon's heart and Solomon's faith to ask for the thing that we're about to study? The thing that made him who he is, can I tap? He didn't always have it. Can I tap into what it was inside of him that got him all this? Because what if we tap into that and tap into the wisdom that he provided? 